Hey, are you looking to evolve to a higher level of existence? To practically harness spirituality and personal growth in a crazy, busy, imperfect world? Then you've come to the right place. My name is Prash and this is Urban Spirituality, the show which fuses ancient wisdom with contemporary spiritual practices to deliver value-adding tools, traits, and insights to help you live your fullest potential. We always keep it real, featuring authentic, unfiltered dialogue with guests from diverse backgrounds to inspire, entertain, and enlighten all who listen. So get ready for your dose of urban spirituality. Be present and let's dive in. Namaste and welcome everybody to another episode of Urban Spirituality. I am your host, Prash K, coming to you from a unusually warm April Sunday afternoon. I cannot believe the weather is this good in London, England at this time of the year. So we're blessed, but we're actually doubly blessed because I have in the studio somebody who ought not to be anywhere near London, but she is here with us. She is a towering example of feminine power in this world, a much needed female warrioress to lead by example, a spiritual teacher. She is a healer, a gifted channeler. She is the founder of Gathering Sisters and the Transformation Through Sound Academy, as well as a fantastically talented vocalist who I have had the pleasure of hearing and perform with many times, a gifted musician and a leader of many. Please put your hands and hearts together for the highly talented and exceptionally gifted Kathy Edgar. Thank you, Namaste, Prash. A.K.A. Ma Shaker. Yes, I am here. I'm just being prodded by her. (laughs) I've got to remember that she channels. So at any stage, you never know where this interview is going to (laughs) go. Ma, we're so happy to have you here on the show. Thank you. And what an honor. And, you know, when you asked me to be a part of this wonderful, you know, uh, this, this podcast you're doing and to share and to open a door so people can also come in into our world um, because some people are so afraid, um, you know, to touch on the subject of spirituality. So sometimes we're encouraged to actually use an alternative. But I say, no, tell it like it is. Yeah, because, you know, so many of us, need we need to know the truth what's going on within ourselves and our what we call our inner world and our outer world so important so i say to people don't be afraid of what you know what's inside of you don't be afraid of what you know inside of you yeah i think we need to explore that oh yeah that's powerful and it's profound and i dare say you've just probably dropped a bomb that we need to explore a little bit more so Let's start with here. Let's start with where you are. How would you describe your essence? What are you about, Ma? What am I about? First and foremost, you know me, Prash. I am about love. Typical Libran, I'm in love with love. Yeah, without that, for me, I would struggle. Yeah, love for me is my essence. It's my power. It's your power. Yes. Is it the power that drives you to do what you do? It's the power that holds me up. And what would you say is your mission? In this aspect of your life, with love as your background, what is your essence? My essence, as they say, the truth. Uh, My essence is truth. I'm a truth seeker. And I'll always seek out the truth behind love. We see sometimes we we misinterpret what love is all about. Yeah, it's it's a word that's used too easily. Mm. But when you really break down what love is, and we know when people use the term make love, 
How can you make something that's there all the time? It's be always being no, no, back, there. Backtrack, back, just say that again. Mm. I, that was profound. So, no, we use this term, make love. Make love, right. Yeah. How can you make something that's already there? I like that. Wow. Yeah. That's it, profound. You know, love, your love is already there. Yes. You're not having to go there and fuel it up. It's there. It's there. It's there for the taking. It's there. You, you know love you if anyone out there is listening who's experienced real love it brings tears you can't help that vibration is that strong tears flow you feel this this euphoria this whole oh it's almost like your water within just comes you know gushing out of you and you think to yourself oh my gosh and say that as I was told, my child is true love. That's the essence of love. Right? Wow. That's deep. Yeah. So I hear two powerful driving factors in what you're about. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. and truth. Yes. How do they manifest in your current role in life, your current projects? My current projects... It took me a little while because I was thought this as a, a tongue twister. So my role in life is to help those who are in the know to know what they already know, right? And not to be afraid of it. Do you feel that... You mentioned not to be afraid of it. Do you find that there are others who may not necessarily know because they're too caught up to know what they ought to know. You know, we think we're, we're caught up. When you break down someone's process for them, and they always end up, oh, I, 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 I knew, I knew. I They're kind of new. Yes, we always know. What you're saying is when you work with somebody, yes, when you've had some time doing some counselling, doing mm-hmm. some sessions with them, eventually that penny drops and they realise actually I knew this yes I knew this yes. and, and your role in that is to help to uncover that piece inside them to help yeah. them realise hey it was inside you all along all the time because you know it's like right having there. a suitcase mm. right and you pack too much clothing <laughs> right so you've got to take off all yeah. the layers and get to that's really what you need to wear that's what you really yeah. need to wear and so you find that people don't realise how much they get in the way of themselves and they actually become their own interference. And Love so, that. you know, when you they come and say, Hi, Ma, um, I've been experiencing, you know, whatever it is they've been experiencing. Physical, emotional. Yeah, all those things. And I call it, oh, the, the, the baggage. Okay, Aha. so let's have, a, let's have a look at this baggage. Take the suitcase, yeah. come along to see my shaker, yeah. open up the uh, the suitcase. Yeah, you'd be surprised though, they won't, they won't take the lock off though. They don't want to take the lock off. <laughs> and so it's getting around that process, first and foremost, is come on, let's, I'll help you unlock the key. That's right. That's powerful. Yeah. What you're saying is that there are, so, everybody's got luggage, right? Yes. So we've all got suitcases. Yes. But what you're saying is so many of us, don't even want to unlock the suitcase. We don't want to unlock it. We, we got know. the key. Yes. Some of us actually may not have the key, but let's mm-hmm. put those aside. They, they could be really lost. Mm-hmm. But actually, majority of us have the key, but so many people don't want to even open that suitcase. They why, don't. Why, why do you think that Fear. is? Fear. And, you know, sometimes what, what we, we pack away our fears and we don't want it. We put that lock on. We don't want to know about that. It's so true. All right? So, but when we unlock, I say, come on, once we unlock... That, that that case. Yeah. I say, right, I promise. Now, if I use the term promise, right, I promise that I'll go through all your luggage with you until you find the perfect garment which is going to fit you, right? That's what I do. You work with them. I work with so them. So you're there with them. Through the whole process. That's powerful. Yeah. You know, you just remind me of an interview that I recently done with another very talented and up-and-coming urban spiritual star in London, Rio, mm-hmm. also known as Jay Change, a.k.a. The Love Child. And he is a coach and a mentor and a community leader. And he said to me the same point, that he has many clients 
who feel like they've got to do this all on their own mm -hmm. and they don't want to do it and it's a fear thing mm -hmm. and when he says to them hang on you're not alone I'll work with you I have a tribe of people who work with you and we'll do this together mm -hmm. it's almost like that old African village Indian village mm -hmm. mindset that hey you're not alone exactly. the village is here exactly. we'll work with you yeah. and suddenly there's a certain like a mental disarm where the ego is calmed down yes they don't feel that pressure that they can't open that suitcase and it's like okay maybe I could mm -hmm. you're almost giving them permission to open the suitcase yes and start taking the layers yeah and and also once they and, and also um, they feel I always feel people come around me they feel this instant trust you see when your vibration is of truth and, and, and love the trust is already there you may get some skeptics right say, of course oh, she's too nice I of say, course I am a nice person I'm a really loving person but I also have another side to me but that that we call the shadow. Now that shadow is what helps me go to the depths of your own living hell and bring you back through safely. That tells me that your shadow could have only come about by difficult times yourself. Oh yeah. So tell me a little bit about how that shadow came about, about where you've come from. A little bit about your sort of upbringing and journey that presumably the knocks that mm. you've had yeah. that that shadow has had to endure yeah. that's brought you to this powerful and empowered person who can control that shadow mm. the shadow i'll say the my my inner girl who got badly bruised <laughs> yes and um every form of abuse you can think of i've experienced so hence I'm, I'm well trained. You've personally, I mean, my, I'm, I'm getting a little teary-eyed here, hearing it. You've, you've experienced personal, physical mm -hmm. and verbal and emotional abuse. Yes, you name it. Rape, sexual, verbal, emotional, you know, discrimination, racism, yeah. <laughs> and you stand a tower having been through all of that mm. and what happened when during those times fear must have gripped you how did you contend and overcome that fear to be somebody who can actually go and give others that help do you know I can honestly say that I never had fear I always had a sense of protection around me. My protection was music. Ah. My protection was the blues. A great love of yours, I know. Yes. But when I used to sing, I used it as I was protective in my bubble. And nothing could harm me. You felt protected with... Yes. With and through music. Yes. It was your... It was your shield. Yes, but I also sensed there was something around me protecting me. I just had this knowing. So it was all right, despite going through all of that. It's like, you know, when teenage girls, you know, they boast what happened in the playground. Oh, you know, this happened and, oh, I had a nice time, you know. And I go, huh, I was promiscuous at five. Beat that one. It soon shuts them up. Yeah. Oh, they stopped boasting then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, how can anyone contend with that? Right. So when, you know, you, I've always been open about what's happened. And through that openness has helped me to be able to share and to be able to listen and hear. Right. But when... Um, I remember I was on a training course and was working with vulnerable um, um, children. And the training course was about how to detect if a child has been abused. Interfered with, yes. Or interfered with, yeah. And so I remember watching, and when they said the statistics of two 
out of three, you know, have been abused. And I had no idea, I had tears. So at the end, the facilitator said, Catherine, may I have a word? And she looked at me, she goes, it happened to you. I thought, wow. So where you think you may be hiding, so transparent. So what you're saying yeah. is sometimes the suitcase gets opened up by force. Yes. That suitcase of stuff. Yes. Gets prized open. Yeah. I want to ask you a question mm. uh, just to backtrack a moment. All these things, these terrible things that happened to you, you said that you felt no fear. No fear. And you felt protected. Yes. Was there not any remorse? Was there remorse? Uh, that Why was this happening to me? Or why did I have to go through that? How did you process that to, to not end up feeling bitter and guilty? Or did you? Or do you? No. You know why? I was five years old, between the age of five and ten, right? And it wasn't until I was 18 that I, I sat down and I spoke to my, my, my dear cousin about what happened. And she said, you've been abused. <clears throat> Five-year-old, it's all fun and games. No, you've been abused. I thought, oh my gosh, I had no idea. And so when I then went on this journey of really going in, I thought, oh my gosh, wow. So if that inner protection was safeguarding me from, from feeling from feeling the effects of that that's uh that's 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 a very powerful point and it really hits home with me a lot <sighs> i'm going to be just really honest and tell you that when i was up to the age of 7 i had been abused by a member of the a friend of the family mm -hmm. it was a male member of our from my of one of my father's friends and I must have been about six or seven mm -hmm. and strangely I guess I I too didn't realize it at the time yeah I just thought um, uncle so-and-so was just being friendly yes and it wasn't until later on mm -hmm. that I recognized that it was abuse yeah Somehow or other, my saving grace was the gift of wisdom and philosophy yes. that my mother left me with when she passed away, most untimely, at mm -hmm. such a young age. And she had left me some books, uh, the Bhagavad Gita mm -hmm. and other classics from ancient Eastern literature. I remember reading through those in my haphazard way as a uni student mm -hmm. about karma yes and how there are things known as karmic chains where people are compelled to do things due to certain traits that have been acquired mm -hmm. not just in this life but in previous past, yes. past lives now whether one wants to subscribe to past lives or not there is absolute credence that a person has traits due to their past mm -hmm. whether it's this or the past life and what the ancient take on this was is that people act according to those traits yeah. sometimes referred to as vasanas or impressions and I think that that liberated me that helped me to realize that yes I experienced this abuse no it wasn't right mm. but I accepted the fact that it happened due to that person's propensity to do that yes I didn't judge it as right or wrong mm -hmm. but I understood at that moment as a teenager why it happened to me that person passed on in any mm -hmm. case. But it allowed me to recognize that situation, integrate within myself that I don't have to feel bad or dirty or guilty for mm -hmm. what happened. And it actually also liberated me from feeling hatred yes. or guilt because I think that's such a disempowering... I mean, you tell me. I mean, oh, it, it is. Because when um, you know, it was explained to me and my, my cousin, she was awesome, you know, cousin Maria, you're in America, if you hear this, that'd be fantastic. But she broke it down. And to actually, I was hearing her, I thought, 
And I realised I was so detached from what happened. But it's for a reason. Because I had to go on that journey of actually start feeling it. But the most remarkable thing about that journey is that I was shown the story. It was like watching a movie on getting inside the actual abuser's head and what goes on in his head and how he he had no concept that I'm a child, but he saw um, um, my 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 mother was um, we swapped places. I was the mother. My mother became the child. And I thought, wow. And Nick said, no, keep watching this movie. And so to see the other side of this, and then compassion started coming. And people, you had compassion. But For the perpetrator. Yes. So-called perpetrator. Yes. And I said, because the, the brain was so wired differently that didn't actually have, uh, uh, couldn't grasp the concept that I'm a child. You're, you're an adult. But then did this person actually grow within themselves? They needed growing. They yes. needed correction. Yes. And I think this is an important point that people forget, that you, you find somebody who's done something really bad to you, mm. and your instant reaction is you want to see them punished. Yes. But sometimes it's not the punishment that's as important as the correction. Mm-hmm. And correction doesn't always occur through punishment, because... Obviously, we see countless examples of yes. people who repeat offend. Yes. But correction and helping somebody who is willing, sometimes maybe not very willing, yeah. to bring them to a point where either through coercion, cooperation, or a little bit of uh, pressure, they realize the errors of their ways. That correction is countless. It's priceless because that's what would allow them to break their own pattern yes. and become free of repeating that because when crime definitely be, and also through because you know I, I work with a lot of past life um, traumas and issues and so forth so I actually I said how you are in this lifetime is what were you doing in, in the previous no. right so I, I, I people you actually people, go back I go back you go back I go back I do timelines I go right back to the beginning of your timeline right and we'll go where this We'll pick up. Where did this happen? Let's find a route, right? Let's go find the root cause. Yes, yes. And could do you have you found that that root cause may exist yes. beyond this life? Yes. That is to say, from a previous. Yes, yes. And also, I mean, I, I worked with a group of sisters six years. It was a syndicate from past life, and all of them were part of this. What was going on, and when you meet people and they you check the backgrounds you see but you all had connections and you think to yourself wow so to be asked from source yeah this may get a bit too deep for some of you but stay but just hang tight with us hang tight we're right. stretching we're stretching the urban right. we're going the spiritual here right when source asks me please would you do this for us because if anyone can we know you can. So I said, okay. Because you see, when someone asks me to do something, I will do it. I will go, oh, oh, oh right, maybe. No, I will do it. Because there's absolute trust. And when you have that trust from the divine, oh my gosh, what a blessing. And I was saying, <laughs> I remember saying, I'm quite happy just being the protector. And they said, please, because others you know need more yeah and is that uh, that's a great segue actually is is that the catalyst that drove you on this mission yes that you're on now you're clearly yes. on a mission yes i remember following your journey uh my my obviously my first uh, uh exposure to you was through the music scene mm-hmm. and hearing you sing and then doing a powerful sound meditation with your voice Mm. only your voice your voice was the instrument in front of a room of 25 to 30 people i remember that music was definitely a weapon for for many people music is their passion Mm -hmm. for you it's not just a passion of course it is Mm. but it's a weapon to actually make 
It's a weapon of mass. Tr- I can call it a weapon of mass transformation. Yes, it's a not weapon a mass of weapon change. of mass destruction. Yes. It's a weapon of mass transformation. Yes. A weapon of transformation. Yes, through sound. Yes, which is of course what you run. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Oh wow! Before I was blessed to connect with the gongs and crystal bowls and all the other beautiful instruments, I was told that we are living instruments. And we have to learn to play ourselves. Play ourselves. Well. Yeah. Huh, wow. And we have to make sure that we keep ourselves finely tuned. Uh, I like that yeah, analogy. Amazing auntie, um, Georgie. And she said, when you sing, if your arms are in front of you, you're singing to yourself. But if you want the world to hear your message, you best open up. <sighs> Right, and so hence, when it comes to expressing truth, you can't express truth by being so insular. Right? You have to open up. You have to open up. But but but, but wait a minute. In the key of E. In the key of E. <laughs> e. Is it E unlocks? In particular. E. That's the uh, octave scale, folks. Uh, the key of E. Two up from C. Um, I want to touch on that. My challenge with that is a lot of people hearing this might feel like, okay, yes, we need to tune our own instrument. That mm-hmm. is our mind, body, spirit. Mm-hmm. We have to attune and align our mind, our spirit mm-hmm. and our body. And we hear that a lot. But I think the instant resistance that many of the people I come across is, wait a minute, if I got to open my arms, that's bloody vulnerable. I don't want to open my arms. People are going to attack me. People are going to find out stuff about me that I don't want them to know. People are going to see my mistakes. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to laugh at the warts and all. How how, how does a person overcome that? Well, see, I, I, I will see that as ego. Yeah. The ego will always stop you from opening up. Right. And what happens that, you know, if someone said to me, someone said to me the other day, we all need, we need an ego. Sure, we all right. need an ego. We're, we're living on, on, right. on this material realm, and ego is required to and exist. Then, yeah, and then you have. Sometimes I love listening to Muji when he says, "You know, you let it's like you let the ego go where it needs to go." You know, uh, <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's it. That's Muji's philosophy. But, and he says it yeah. a lot of times. Oh. E- even when people digress, he brings it back. Yeah, to that. <laughs> yeah. And now, I, I, as someone you know said, you like the female version of of, of Muji. And I, you know, I said, wow, I guess an honour. I said, but there's one Muji, right? And I said, I, I, I call him Mr. Love, right? Because his vibration is just huge. I call him Mr. Love. And I said to myself, wow. I said, me and egos don't get on, right? Because I always challenge the ego. When someone said, it's like, you, you know, I've, I've probably given you this, um, this example. When you can have 15 people in a room, Right, listening to a, a you know a nice version of a song which you just sang and everything, and one person will say it's all right, <laughs> and you hang on to that one person's <laughs> comment. Doesn't matter what the other fourteen yeah, people have yeah. said, right? right? So you hang on to that one comment. I said, but, but everyone else says you sound awesome. Yeah, but he said I sound rubbish. You're going to hold on to the yeah, one negative yeah. comment. And I said, well, the only reason why you're hanging on to that, you must believe that then. Right. You must believe that. Right. Do you? Well, no. I go, but 14 people said you sound awesome, but you're still hanging on to that one comment. I go, so there's somewhere, right, along or someone along the journey, he said, you're not good enough. Right. And that was a trigger. Aha. So the penny drops. Oh. Probably more than a penny. <laughs> okay, so let's let's keep it real. You're a healer, <laughs> Ma, and you are <laughs> you sought after and people do come to you for a lot of stuff, I know. But hey, you're human. Mm-hmm. You screwed up. Uh, uh, part human. You're part human. <laughs> okay, part human, part angel, part blues song stress. I get that. Keep but going. even a blues song stress with a voice <laughs> that would that would wake Ella up from wherever she is had to have had a few screw ups. Come on. 
Come on, open up, share up. Is there's going to be one big screw up? You got to you got to share with us. One, one of my mottos, right? Here we go. In order to sing the blues, you've got to have lived the blues. Come on, right? Amen. <laughs> and you hear other people, true blues people, say, "Say that again. Blues. Say that again." In order to sing the blues, you've got to have lived the blues. You've got to live the blues. You know uh, what was that? What was that song by Sounds of Blackness? Everybody wanna sing my blues. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanna live my blues. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanna live them blues. No, not People wanna sing the blues, but they don't wanna live the blues. Yeah, you always know someone who sings the blues, right? And they're authentic, yeah? Because you know they lived it. They've lived it. Oh, yeah. Tell right? us. You cannot <laughs> mock the blues. Yeah, mm. the people may say, "Oh, it sounds really nice," but a true blues singer, or oh, you'll hear it. You'll hear they're telling their story. Now, my my story. Um, wow, wow, the one I was going. This is awesome. Wow, right, this is what. Okay, what's happening? I just got no. Um, I wanted to say something that happened to me, but they said no, because that wasn't my true epiphany, my true, um, I have a list by the way, so if it doesn't come out right, you know, but my, that, my true epiphany was when, um, I'm going to touch on my, 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 my daughter, when I, um, became my, my daughter's carer for a while, because she was just struggling with some of the challenges and she didn't want to be here because she said, Mom, the, the, the world is so ugly. And you know, she's a beautiful soul inside and out, but she didn't see that in herself. Now, I had to really step back from being a therapist to being a mum because that's what she wanted me to be. You know, when she said, I don't want you to be my therapist, I want you to be my mum. And that was the biggest challenge for me because oh, I'm so used to supporting people, but I had to support her as a mother. And that was the biggest challenge for me. As distinct to yes. a, a, a coach. Yes. <laughs> and my, wow. wow. And so when I was That's shown, a different platform. Oh, yes, definitely. And I was shown a scenario. This is right. Listen, people, when you're shown something and you know it to be right, follow it through. Because when you ignore it, the consequences, oh my gosh. My daughter, she phoned me and she was in, she was really struggling. And I had to use all my experiences as a mother, not as a therapist, but as a mother, to persuade her not to end her life. So they showed me a scenario with her actually. Um, Your guides? Yes. Your spirit guides? Yes. Showed you almost like a future replay of what could happen. Yes, of her hanging herself. Now, my lesson was to step back. Oh my God, as a mother to step back and allow your child to come forward, right? My God, that was a challenge. I had to step back. And, you know, I, I was in the bathroom at the time, you know, on the throne, and I was at my phone talking to her. I said, oh, Mons, please, please. And then, you know, I was like, hang on a minute. She's calling me. I had that vision. Right. Five minutes before the phone call. Of, the, of what you my saw. Daughter. Yes. And my daughter, Mum, please, I'm, please help me. Help me, please. I'm, I'm really struggling Just within here. five minutes yes, of that vision yes, yes, or message from your yes. guides. Your daughter calls yeah, you yes. uh, in, in a crisis situation. Yes. And I had to really use all my skills, like I said, all my experiences as a mother to actually say, just stay with me. Stay with me. Yeah. Tap into your inner resilience. It is there. No, it's not. It is there. I want you to trust me. It took the powers of negotiation, right? Mm. And you know... Four hours later, four hours later, I said, how are you feeling now? And by the end, as you know, I use a lot of humour, yes. right? I said, you just tell that 
to back off because we're speaking. And there's a little... <laughs> okay, how are you feeling You, you felt a little yes. lightness of heart yeah. returning. Yes. I said, how are you feeling now? She goes, I'm okay. I go, right. If you need to call me, right, because she was staying with her dad at the time. If you need to call me, the line's always open, you know that. So, so it's a blessing when you see and hold her the following day. All right. That's phenomenal. Would you... Would you say that, I guess, the lesson, one of the key lessons, I guess, you got from that is, from what you're saying, sometimes one needs to know in which role to play yes. in which given scenario. Yes. One may have to adapt the role that one assumes yes. according to the scenario that's placed in front of them. And, and also it's to trust, and also to step back in order, it's giving the space. Giving the space. Yeah, it's giving the space for her to come forward so you can't be too close and too in it or yeah. too uh, with that person yes you don't right know overprotecting you know overprotecting you've got to get the balance because you can overprotect just doing too much can push over the edge but you've got to know just have to step just back have... just enough that they can just touch you phenomenal right Oh. That's so true in life yeah in relationships right yeah in every scenario I mean how many people in in romantic relationships yeah. sour those relationships because they're either too close yeah. and too uh, choking the other mm-hmm. person or the other side where yeah. they're just too distant yeah. and they're just giving nothing to the other person the other person doesn't feel anything yeah. they're not giving enough and you need to find that balancing point we all yeah. need to well, in a like relationship in, again if you're giving too much Right, then there's no room for that person person to reciprocate, right? Yeah, all right. So, and then also, excuse me, when we give too much, right, is what we're lacking. Yeah, what what, what, what are we lacking? Completely. Music, music, this is the perfect example. We're both, you know, passionate about music, we're both musicians. To me, it's the example of a band playing together, Mm -hmm. and one of them, the pianist or the keyboard player, Hey, I've been guilty. I play piano and keyboard and I mm-hmm. know that there have been times when I'm a little bit too busy mm-hmm. while we're playing that song. I just want to be busting out those chords, yeah. laying out those <laughs> melody lines. And I'm kind of like, I got to the point where I got the other musicians looking at me saying, dude, do, you know, do you want me to play here or what? You know, like I'm, I, I'm smothering them and just overpowering the whole thing with yeah. my keyboard or piano. And you know what? When I look back at those times, yeah, you're right. You're damn right. Mm-hmm. Something was lacking in me. Mm-hmm. I felt like I wasn't getting uh, enough validation. I felt yeah. that maybe my music is shit. Yeah. Excuse my language. Yeah. I actually yeah. thought my music, piano playing was rubbish. Mm-hmm. And I was really reaching out there because I needed somebody to tell me, hey, it's good. It's okay. It's cool. Yeah. You know what? You're right. And I look back and I think, yeah. You know, if you're not, if you, sometimes you give too much because there's something lacking. Yeah. Exactly that point. Definitely. And I think that same music analogy I think is a great way to uh, exemplify the need to moderate as well Mm -hmm. right so like instead of in that analogy overplaying the piano if I just step back allow the instrument to breathe I allow the other musicians to reciprocate beautifully to allow them to express themselves and to allow them to feel like they're having a voice exactly I think it's about that right in any relationship you want to give the other person a chance to have a voice and you need to feel like You've got to like this conversation. Yeah. So with so many screw-ups in the bag, mm-hmm. Kathy, Ma, <laughs> and uh, being a fellow, you know, multiple screw-upper. <laughs> like me, like you, like many out there. They were huge. This is urban spirituality, man. This is imperfect spirituality. We're not here trying to pretend to be something that we're not. Exactly. We're not aspiring to be something that we're, we're, we're not. We're trying to bring spirituality back into our lives and give our life the missing component you know we're spiritual beings having the human experience yeah, not the I've, other I've way around because I those you know those, those cock-ups as you know they're, <laughs> they're, they're modules they're modules I yeah. like that and you know modules in life yes because you know, hey, this is a huge university. I love that frame. Right? I love that reframe. You know, and um, they're modules. Yes, and some. That's of them a are, divorce. It's a module. Yes, <laughs> and some of them are flipping hard. You get uh, thrown yeah. out of your job or something. It's mm. a module. It's a module because you got to go through that to you, get through it. Yes, exactly. And you know, when you um, achieved um, graduation <laughs> from a particular module, when you come out of yeah. a module, so yeah. it's like you you have module. Say, okay, I'm going to attempt 
because I've been given this 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 new um, this brief. Uh, this is module four, and you have a look. You say, "Oh man, really? Oh my gosh! Oh, you got me. You'll be fine. You'll be fine." Right now, that module can last any from any time from uh, a day to ten days or even ten years. It depends on how much you you know you interfere. Yeah? <laughs> right, and and all the learning you you'll experience from this module, but. When you've graduated from module four and you step up to five, yeah, multi multi-dimensional, <laughs> yeah, fifth dimension, oh, then um, the ninth dimension, okay, that does exist. Um, okay, here we go. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. She's yeah. channeling, folks. Right. Okay. So, so what they ask of us is not to remain at level four. If you've achieved. It and then you go, thank you very much. You go to number five, then you step up to level five. But some people have got so used to being at level four, they will remain there, right? But with level five actually interfering to say, no, 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 come on. So then you have to say to yourself, I'm ready now to go to a higher plane. I guess you get to that higher plane, you know, it comes to my mind the modules that you're referring to. They're, they're the screw-ups. Yes. You refer to them yes. as modules. So I guess what you're saying is a screw-up is a step-up. Yes. A exactly. screw-up is a step-up exactly. to the next step. Can I use that? Yes. <laughs> a screw-up <laughs> is a stepping stone yes. to a step-up. Definitely. Right? Because you elevate yourself by working through that yes. screw-up. But I guess you don't graduate a module until you've learned the lesson yeah, and you otherwise you keep kind of repeating that module yes because trust you've got to be able to trust yourself to trust the process without trust is the, I'm a truth seeker but that if I didn't believe in the truth pointless what if you what if it's blind belief though man I mean what if you yeah, feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to believe what if you don't surely know do you still how do you find that trust oh if you my still god it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a knowing it's a feeling right okay. it's a feeling Right, you, you 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 know it's that gut instinct, mm. yeah. That your 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 intuition. Okay, now you got me fired. Okay, yeah. you're talking about intuition. Mm-hmm. You're talking about gut, and I know <laughs> this is th- this is a big one for you. Yes, going with intuition as as a singing teacher, mm-hmm. as a vocalist, I, you know, and I've heard you speak at events. You raise this theme a lot about feeling your gut and singing, performing, uh, conducting your life through intuition. You've already just given one tip mm-hmm. about it to, uh, to our listeners out there, a life tip, right? See screw-ups as modules that yes. we've got to pass in life. So help us out here. Give us another tip here. How, in Specifically, how do we cultivate that intuitive voice, that inner voice that allows us to oh, feel that gut? Already it's here. It's being honest. Honesty. Oh, thank you very much. Okay, thank you. If you... It's about being honest. And Carolyn Meyer said, you know, we just have... So many people have difficulty in being honest. So many people, they struggle to speak the truth, right? It's not a, a negative, right? But it's, it's something that holds you back. You know they say, right, it's a fact, Right. I don't care what anyone <laughs> said. The truth will set you free. Doesn't mean it's painless. It hurts. The truth. Yeah. It hurts. Right. If someone's going to say you, you, you're a shite, and you're going to say what? But if you were to say, I know. Yeah. The person who said is going to go really. <laughs> I know. I think that then brings back the point you said earlier about the ego. We've got yeah. to learn to find a way to get the ego out of the way. We've mm-hmm. got to step out of our own way at times. Yeah. We need to, if I heard you right, what you're saying is mm. you've got to monitor that ego. Yes. When you think your ego is standing in front, your ego is the lock to the suitcase yes. sometimes. Yes, your fear, is. your ego is preventing you from opening that suitcase. Mm-hmm. If you can learn to put that ego outside, suspend it diminish it yes. then you can receive that truth exactly. you can hear that truth and you know and that I'm truth then can set you free listen right liberation the 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 the, the, the last retreat um I, I i did with a group of 
wonderful sisters was called Liberation. And it's about freeing ourselves, like, from the confines of our minds. But the thing is, we put ourselves there. Do we actually realise how much we lock ourselves away? Do we actually realise how much we actually interfere with our own process? Do we actually acknowledge how much baggage we carry? But if we don't check it out, you're going to realise, but hang on a minute, that's not my shit. Wow. That belongs to you. Wow. Well, how comes I got it? We're because carrying you, other people's suitcases. Yes, because you didn't bother check. Right? <laughs> so, you know, this is, what, this is the things I do in workshops about checking which baggage belongs to you. Yeah. And then by the time you finish, you thought, oh, you've got one carrier bag, exactly. Right, because and, you realise that all yeah, that other baggage wasn't even yours. Yeah, because you see, people... That's like, powerful. We have, we have, like, we're talking about the book of life. Right. And each one of us is sharing this. Each one of us has a chapter, right? And within this chapter, all right, it says, oh, this chapter's about me. Yes. But then there could be auntie so-and-so or uncle this or blah, blah, blah. Said, I'm going to come onto your page. And I'm going to put some of my stuff on your page. Yeah? Hang on a minute. My book started not... That's not about me anymore. Okay. But this is about... Yeah, but... How come I got this bruise? That wasn't in my story before. Why are you crouching all this on me? Right? What What were you doing? No, 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 no. Take those pages off. Thank you. Right. So and people encroach. Keep... People are yeah. throwing their own stuff yeah. in there. I learned this from um, Liz Cooper, who said to me uh, in our, when I first started my sound journey about um, it's important that we are all responsible for our own stories. Okay? Powerful. And our own stories yes and then you've got to be mindful that your story doesn't get caught up in someone else's story it's if when you come together in a partnership alright but still it's like right, you've got your story Pat Crash and I've got my story your story look we, we, we share our story because the love of music the love of God the love of life yeah and you know the, the love of communicating with people right so this is stories enhance yeah, now this makes a new book. You've mm. got your story, I've got my story, but together we've, we've created, created something. A new, yes, a new story, right? But you still got your story, and I still got mine. They don't dissolve. Exactly. Right? Our stories right? remain discreet. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. There is, um, there was, there's, it reminds me of a verse in the Bhagavad Gita mm-hmm. where uh, Arjun is doubting the existence. The warrior Arjun is doubting the mm. existence of the, the soul. He's, he's not sure what happens to the soul. What ha- you know, does it exist beyond this life? And uh, Krishna uh, responds saying, um, Never was there a time when you, nor I, nor all these people on this battlefield existed. Mm-hmm. Nor will there be a time when we shall ever cease to be. Mm-hmm. And that reminds us all that we have our own individuality yes. and we have our own stories. Yes. We can't sacrifice our story for somebody else. Exactly. And we can't, I'm guessing by the same token, we can't exonerate our stories and just give them to somebody else. Mm-hmm. We can't relinquish the responsibility of our stories. I'll say, I'll give my story to Kathy, you let her deal with it. Yeah. And she can't say, hey, as much as I may want to, I can't take your story and say, all right, I'll run with your story. Yeah, I call that, you know, some people, I call it dumping. Dumping? Yeah. yeah. So they don't want to hold the responsibility for what's going on in their stories. Like, I don't like this about me, nah. so I'm going to give this to you. No. Nah. Right? So then that, you know, then that helps them, right, to be able to omit responsibility. It's yeah. like, um, oh, good, thank you, I feel much better. But the other person's feeling really heavy. Right. right? But you've got to be able to learn to say, uh-uh, no, thank you. Right. That is the art of saying no. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> very important. The art but, of saying no. But then that's the thing. How many of us have struggled with saying no? To taking on somebody's yeah. story, to receiving that dump, to, yeah. to, to carry other people's baggage yeah. with us yeah. on our journey in life. Yeah, but it's, but it's also, it's like, again, it's the balance and discernment. Discernment right? is key. Yeah. I think, listeners, this is important. I think it's a lesson for all of us. Hopefully mm. our listeners, folks, you, you are home can or in the car can recognize and appreciate this discernment the ability to know when to say no to take on board somebody's story mm-hmm. versus helping somebody yes. with their story there's yeah. a difference right discerning between helping and recognizing that you're actually taking on board their story yes because it can then if you go to the discernment 
and you ignore that, right, then it comes into the integrity and intention. And then with the, see, discernment, integrity and intention, right? If you don't have those, then you'd be surprised how much you're actually, you know, when you think, oh, just helping them. Yeah, but they actually, you, you knew they didn't want to change. So then you then become even egotistical in the journey. Three things, right? discernment, discernment, integrity, and intention. and intention yes and i think these three factors combined are the tools yes or the keys by which one can best know how to carry one's own luggage yes and help somebody else with theirs yes. and how to be able to handle one's own story and not overburden themselves with another person's story. you know what is beautiful right i just got this image and they did this is what they do they're so wonderful this is why you channel the guides talk right. to you they said you're going, you're going up the stairs of a tube, right? Now you have a bad back and there's someone with a heavy suitcase and you want to help them. Sure. But then you've got to be mindful. That you say, yourself. Yeah, the dis- dis- discernment. Right? It's discernment, that's powerful. And so you think, oh my gosh, I really want to help this person but my back is not good. So then you have to discern. Do I forget about the pain in my back? And then help them up the stairs. Or do I just say, well, if I help them up the stairs, I've just come out of hospital, I'm going to put myself back in the hospital again. And then da 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 It reminds me of the old saying, right? You know, discernment, uh, discretion is the better part of valor. Yeah. But maybe we should be saying, uh, discernment is the better part of compassion. Yes. We need to know how to apply compassion with yeah. some degree of discernment. Yeah. And that protects us. Okay, so let me ask you about... You've given us, by the way, you've given, I, I was going to ask you about tips. You've given us like two or three tips to take away to mm-hmm. all the listeners here. Is there a daily ritual or a weekly ritual that you do and you think that might be of value to our listeners that they could do to actually instill some of these qualities? Yeah. Number one, listening. Listen. Listen to your body. Listen to your heart. Listen to your mind. Yeah. And, you're, and, and also... Um, your 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 heart. See, they think back to the heart. Listen to what's in your heart. If your heart, here's the one. If your heart is so full of hurt, is so full of pain, is so full, how are you going to be able to give? What is there to give? What is there? So you, it's like you have to make space. To listen to your heart. Yes, listen, listen. So your heart saying, this is, we're, we're full, I'm full. You know. To listen to one's heart. Mm-hmm. Is there a tool that one can use? Take a deep breath in. And you actually go into your heart space. And then when you're able to take a clear breath, You'll take that breath, that breath in, and you'll feel that breath go right. It's like it'll bypass your heart. It'll go right in, right down to your abdominal region, and you feel it come out through the soles of your feet. That's a clear breath. Nice. And if you can really breathe in deep. And you do the inner breath. You don't release it outwards. You release it inwardly. Hmm. You feel all that? You feel everything just opening up? I actually do, yeah. Yes. The distinction is that you don't consciously breathe out through your nose mm. or through your mouth. You just let the breath dissipate yes. through the organs, yes. down the throat, into yes. the stomach. That's what you mean, Yes. Right? I just did that. I felt yeah. it. I felt my organs expand. Yes, we feel that. That's powerful. That's yes. powerful. And how long would you say one would do this in the I beginning, as a beginner? Four, four or five times. This is what just four or five times. That's really easy. Come, all this is coming through I love right it. This now. is what Open Spirituality right? is all about. Yeah. Practical stuff. Do that four or five times, okay? And then that's also a way of, of opening up the chakras as well. Okay. Powerful. So important. Folks, we'll talk about yeah. chakras on another episode. You know. And... But you will come to learn of the power that we have within us, the powerhouse of Oh, is it I'm gonna show you I'm gonna show you one you have your your Adam's apple. Right. Yeah. And now the base of your Adam's apple. Right. right. The, yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Just above the hollow point. Yeah. So start talking now. Okay, I'm just talking now. 
So, yeah, I noticed a difference in my voice. Right. Okay. I was shown, but that's where you speak your truth from that point there. Interesting. Can you feel anything going on within your head area as you're speaking now? There's a little blockage. Yeah, there you go. I feel that. Yes. So yeah. there, that's your truth. When you're in your truth, it will show you where you need to It's like hear. a scan. Yeah. It's like a quick scan. Yeah. Placing that finger right yeah. there just at the bottom of the app, Adam's mm-hmm. apple and just being um, mindful yes. of what's going on in in your headspace, yes. right? Yeah. And if there's something uncomfortable. Yeah. You can clear that. But if you focus on that point there, right? right that same find, point. Yes. Just right. at the bottom of the Adam's apple. Yeah. It will loosen. It will loosen. You'll get all, because I'm feeling now, you're around the eyes area. You get a little tightness around the eye, behind mm. the eyes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a bit of tension going on the back, around the neck. That'll come out. Yeah. <laughs> You'll loosen it. it this, is, this is something that we could do daily? Yes. Or every yes, few if days? You fo- no, focus on that point. Always, always be... Um, it's like that's a daily ritual that's a daily yeah. ritual along that's with the breathing that we just yes, talked about yes 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 breathing because three or four times so important in that way that you said that brings us yeah, that it, conscious yes it brings you to you right yeah bringing God ourselves say, to ourselves I always think from my heart yeah I don't think with my, the head space alright because sometimes the head is doubt mm. a bit of insecurity but from the heart space and it's from the, that yeah. deep position in the yeah. heart yeah that- make room make room because someone comes into your life if your heart is full you haven't got anything to give right so it's like check in have a look and see actually I've been hanging on this for a long time and is it really yeah, helping you that's where the, right? that's where you got to check the ego mm-hmm. and say hey ego yeah. step aside for a minute buddy yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to need to release this thing yes. I'm going to leave this one behind because yeah. it's not serving me no exactly more. that's where you go through yeah. that suitcase you rummage through that entire bundle of stuff yeah. and you start taking stuff out and saying I don't need this item of clothing mm-hmm. no more I don't need that emotion yeah. and you start throwing it out exactly. because you don't need it and you also, create space yeah but also check to see who slips some garments in <laughs> I like you right? I like yeah. you yeah. I like that that's not mine who, who, right? who stepped in <laughs> alright um, <laughs> there's so much we could go on and on um, quickly um Give us a quick uh, roundup summary of what you're at right now. What, oh, what key project? Yes, are you the, the main right my key project um, I'm passionate about. Obviously, is working with women, and it's called Gathering Sisters. Gathering Sisters. Gathering Sisters. Yeah. Okay, I know that this is a growing tribe. Yes, which we're going to hear more about. Mm-hmm. Um, is it only exclusively for the female kind? For, for, for now, okay, right, but. What is what's happening is that us women are being prepared, right, and strengthened so we can actually help the masculine to embrace the feminine within. Yeah, okay. because so um, I've come across um, you know men who are really struggling to even acknowledge the feminine within. Mm. Yeah, and you find some are too hot-headed, you know, and too cold. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Mm-hmm. What right. is the key? Um, what are the key two or three benefits of one wanting to join that tribe of gathering sisters? The key benefits. Wow. One, to actually find oneself. It's like a coming home. Nice. This is the gathering sisters. Beautifully described. Home. Yeah. Okay. So much needed. Yeah, and it's about the self nurture, right? And it's about to truly understand, or I like to term overstand, what genuine love is, right? Because no matter whether we've had children or not, there's a mother in all of us. And we don't need to have a romantic relationship, no. ladies, to feel that love, the love yeah. that you're talking yeah. about. You can hear the sirens ringing, folks. Yes. This is urban spirituality. We're yes. keeping it urban. Let the sirens be a sign. It's an emergency. A warning sign. Yes, yeah, it's an emergency. It's an emergency it's that an emergency. we need to learn to love, love. 
Within. Within. So important. Because with, if you're not loving yourself, you can't be loving you anybody. And it's an expectation. And, and by that lack of love you have for yourself, you're expecting that person to yeah, give you what out you're lacking. That doesn't, that doesn't fill you up. You just mm. end up fighting over the same piece of exactly. love. Exactly. Exactly. That's not helping. Okay. We can find out more through which avenues? For... <sighs> Sisters Gathering. Wow. Is this going to be an unfolding thing? Can gathering we catch sisters. you on the website? Uh, yeah, the- my, my, my website. is. Um, by the way, the website has got last year's information. We know you're working trying, on it. Yeah, but trust me, what's going to be put on there is beautiful. Um, with the Gathering Sisters, right? And one of the keynote is Girlfriend, I've got my light back. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Right? yeah. Come on. Definitely. That's what we need. Um, oh, yeah. And so, ladies, um, stand tall. That's oh, what we need. Stand tall, stand strong, and believe. There's so many of us women who are not believing in ourselves Completely. because we've given so much as mothers, right, or as sisters, as or our, as partners. Yes, and we've forgotten ourselves. So when the children are grown and they've gone to uni, right, it's like you're lost. You're See, lost. that's the coming home. That's yes. where you got to go when oh, you lose yes. your way. Yes. And you think that you're, you, you've lost love. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you come back and say, wait. Definitely. It's here. So. My arms are open. Gathering sisters yeah. will allow that. Yes. Oh, look. It's the conduit. Yes. It's the tribe. Definitely. It's the avenue through which this happens. Yes. And the website is transformationthroughsound.com. Hey, hey. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the one and only delightful and extremely honest ass kicking hug giving <laughs> soul healing mother shaker ma shaker kathy edgar thank you so much oh, for being thank here thank you thank awesome you. interview namaste everybody and i think we're gonna have to leave people with a little something something yeah and you and i are gonna do this very soon yes And viewers and listeners, watch out for a musical gift coming your way. Lots of love. Prashinma Shaker out. Namaste. Namaste. Hey, folks. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And as with all our episodes, found something to inform, inspire, and empower you in your spiritual and personal journeys in life. As always, if you enjoyed it, feel free to leave a little love through your ratings and comments, share it with those who you care about, and take your personal and spiritual evolution to the next level by joining us on one of our events, workshops, or retreats. Find out more about us at mantratherapy.co.uk. I'm your host, Prash K. This is Urban Spirituality, and we will catch you on the next episode.